And now, our feature presentation. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Cinema Shot. I am your host Ben, aka The Marvelous Iggy, and joining me, the man who will be the Charger representative in the first ever intergalactic martial arts tournament, Tyler! Oh yeah, the champ is here! <laughs> Not a bad Hercule impersonation, my dude. Yeah, I'm fine with either name, Hercule and Mr. Satan, oh, as so- they, uh... Sorry, I forgot. It's I'm, Mr. Yeah, I'm, Satan. I'm fine with either. It's Mr. Satan for the fucking leaves out there. Listen, he's Hercule as far as I will know. Anyways, we're not here to argue about that. Uh, it is now time for the next chapter of the dra- exciting Dragon Ball Z uh, universe. Uh, it is time for Dragon Ball Z Bojack Unbound. Uh, 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 let's go ahead and break it down before we break it down. Uh, this is directed by Yoshihiro Oeda with a screenplay by Taco Koyama. And, of course, it was released July 10th, 1993, at the runtime of 51 minutes, with a box office of 2.23 billion yen, or $20.1 million. Uh, and our cast is... Uh, Seven and Only as Gohan. Uh, Sean Shemmel as Piccolo. Christopher Sabat as Wait, Glow. Wait, what? Huh? You said Sean Semmel as Piccolo. Oh, my bad. Sean Shemmel as Goku. Christopher Sabat as Piccolo. <laughs> Sean Thomas Goku, Christopher Spot as Piccolo, Eric Vale as Trunks, Stephen Dillon as Baby Trunks, Christopher Spot as Yamcha, Tian Shin Han as John Bergmeier, Sunny Street as Krillin, uh, Chiaotzu is in this? I must have blinked and missed that. Um, Only in one scene. Monica Antonelli as, as Chiaotzu, Christopher Spot as Vid- Wikipedia, grouping together, damn it, um, grouping together, you can do that, uh, as Vegeta, Chris Rager as Mr. Satan. Uh, Tiffany Vollmer as Bulma, Cindy Kranz as Chi-Chi, Mike McFarland as Masaroshi, Brad Jackson as Oolong, Greg James as Gios and Money, Jamie March as Okane Money, and Colleen Carroll as Dollar Money. You're going to explain that for me later. Uh, <laughs> Deterry Nickelback as the producer, Amber Cotton as Kim, Sean Chan as King Kai, Colleen Clickenbeard, that's possibly the most southern name I've heard in this show, as Zangya, uh, Ethan Rains as Gukua, Robert McCollum as Badoo, uh, Christopher Bevins as Bujin, and Bob Bob Carter. Now introducing to the stage, Bob Carter. And Kyle Hebert, I got it right this time, as our narrator. So, now, I have heard of this movie, um, but uh, I've never seen it. I have, like, barely any kind of nostalgia for it. What about you, buddy? Yeah, this is one of the more enigmatic movies in my youth. Like, just like some of the other uh, movie villains, kind of like uh, uh, Dr. Wheelow in uh, World's Strongest, mm-hmm. I only learned about Bojack in the first Tenkaichi game. Okay. Um, and I specifically remember him because he was one of the harder fights in that game because Super Armor's bullshit. You shouldn't have Super Armor characters in fighting games unless it's like Maximum KOF or something. Anyway... So, same thing with me. I don't even remember hearing about this movie. Um, you know, you, like we've talked about it before, how we would hear rumors and stuff like that of things from the from the far from the far east. But I never heard of this one. Even this is today watching it was the first time I had ever seen it. Um, and I was kind of and I was kind of like, okay, it, it's it was kind of nice going into a Dragon Ball movie 
and kind of not knowing what to expect. Yeah, this is uh, kind of like uh, one of those uh, uh, su- uh, surprise sleeper hits. Like, this has a world tournament premise, something that we haven't seen in the movie so far. Right. I was... And it combines that with the mystical adventure mysticism of the original Dragon Ball. Yeah, I was gonna and it's s- great. I was going to say, like, um, going into it, like this felt like the closest to those early movies than, say, the most recent affair. Which, some of, we've enjoyed some of the most recent affair, granted. But this definitely felt more in line with um, World's Strongest, um, I wouldn't say Tree of Might, uh, uh, World's Strongest, um, Dead Zone. It felt more like that, but not as, like, in terms of the fighting, maybe not so much, but in terms of the fun aspect of it all, it, it, it lined up more with that. Yeah, this is definitely one of the more fun movies, and one of the biggest aspects of that is introducing the main man himself in this movie, the one, the only world martial arts champion, Mr. Satan, also known as Hercule in the edited version. Yeah, ex- exactly. Um, we, I, it's going to be interchangeable with me, guys. I'm sorry. I can't help it. Um, it's all good. But uh, So yeah, let's go ahead and break down the story. Uh, it, this is really a tale of two stories, really. Um, because at first, it starts off as an intergalactic martial arts tournament held by this extremely rich family who we've never met. Um, and they're like, oh, I wanted to give... I think it was the son of the grandson. I think it was the son, right? Um, yeah, it was the son. Um, but the dad was really old and the wife was really young. Make that connection. Um, it, like, it wanted to throw like a big party. So this is like just basically like the son wanted a... I guess to see people like aliens from outer space and just like a big martial arts tournament in front of his eyes. And he so, wants to see Mr. Satan beat up aliens. That's all he wanted. Pretty much, yeah, Mr. Satan. And th- this is confirmed. This takes place after the Cell games. So Mr. Satan, uh, at least to the uh, to the um, oh, what the, the what is the, what is the thing that conservatives call the mainstream media? That's what I was saying. The main to the mainstream media is concerned. It was it was Mr. Satan who defeated Cell and not Goku and Gohan uh, and the Z Warriors. So, as far as we know, Satan is the uh, leaf champion of the world. Sorry. Um, it does work out in the end, because if the world consensus found out that the world champion had been uh, one-shotted by Cell, and found out that a couple of orange hillbillies defeated him in his place, the world would probably have been in disarray. Probably, So, yeah. it was a blessing in disguise that Mr. Satan took the Did credit. Did everybody just forget that weird shit happened at the World Martial yeah. Arts Tournaments? Did There's only forget? one person that didn't forget, and it was the dog mayor. Okay, it's like, there's no, like I'm like, y'all have seen shit happen. Don't act like this is normal. Like, this is new to y'all. So, it's basically... Also, don't forget, these are the same people that totally forgot about the world being taken over by King Piccolo and the Saiyans uh, making an entire city a glass floor. That's right. Uh, you're, you're right about that. These, these Earthlings are idiots. Anyways. They are. Um, so, yeah, it's a big... The first half of the movie is a big fighting... Uh, martial arts tournament um and it's actually really cool actually the first half of the movie is my favorite part of the movie um you have uh in it goku's dead and i don't know how we'll we'll talk about his introduction but goku is watching from seemingly snake way because of course uh 
uh, the planet blew was... up King Kai's planet because yeah. of uh, the cell explosion, but we'll yeah. get to that later. Exactly. So uh, he's watching it like via like how you would watch HBO in the nineties, you would watch through like a scrambled channel um, without having to pay for it. So they're watching there, but entering the tournament uh, is Gohan Piccolo, Future Trunks, who I guess is just coming back for holiday. Uh, Tian yeah. Shinhan, Yamcha, and Krillin. Um, and so, like, it's it's really cool because it's like it's not like how typical the World Martial Tournament has been, where like you have the traditional ring. It's like out by like a cliffside near the ocean, and it's almost like a castle kind of inspired design. And like you have these circular oval esque rings, and pretty much it's a battle royal in each ring, um, very reminiscent of a WCW event called World War Three, where. Uh, there would be three different rings, and then as men get eliminated or people get eliminated, uh, they would filter into the next round. So it's pretty much a battle royal. Um, and each, luckily, each of the Z fighters are in their own separate pool, um, which, which I think is, is really, really fun. Um, and we get some fun spots there. So... Uh, of course, all our characters advance. Um, and again, we're just going through the broad strokes of the story. We'll, we'll touch on fighter just in a moment. Um, all the Z Warriors advance, and it, then it turns into a racing tournament for a minute. Um, unfortunately, that's yeah, it tur- yeah, it turns into a race uh, where uh, the uh, semifinalists uh, tried to fight the intergalactic warriors that were also invited to, to the tournament and tried to get to uh, the uh, uh, which. Uh, whatchamacallit, the uh, the top of the tower, much yeah. like uh, Nickelodeon Guts, in order to challenge Mr. Satan, who, uh, when he finds out that all the Z-Warriors are advancing in this tournament, he gets more and more uh, uh, discouraged, uh, to the point where he just tries to escape the fucking island. Exactly. Um, uh, it is, it, it's, it's crazy. Just that the, his anxiety level is just going up and up, and I'm like, God fucking damn it! Who let these... Uh, my, my stomach hurts. I'm a big man. Uh. And that leads us into our villain, which is Bojack, who... Um, you want to explain Bojack for the people? So, uh, let's wind the clock back to near the end of the Cell games. Uh, Cell is about to blow himself and the Earth up, and Goku pretty much sacrifices himself by using instant transmission to transport him and Cell all the way to King Kai's planet. Because he had nowhere else to take him on in such a short amount of time. Cell blows up. Goku and King Kai dies. Try to wrap your head around that one. And uh, apparently Bojack and his minions were encased in King Kai's island, uh, planet a very long time ago by the Kais themselves. And the explosion caused them to escape. And pretty much he's now set his sights on target Earth and it's Bojack... And these other generic Bojack just looks like Chrono, by the way. I just want, I just want to point that out. Um, if I'm correct, uh... yeah, there are a bunch of uh, ginger pirates uh, that turn into ogres. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it pretty much becomes like a fight for survival where the Z Warriors, uh, except for Piccolo. Piccolo kind of just. We'll talk about Piccolo in a moment. Piccolo fucks yeah, off. Yeah, Piccolo just kind of fucks off for the rest of the, for the first half yeah. of the movie. We'll it's tell funny. you why. We'll tell you why, but later. Um, and it's down to Trunks, Gohan, um, Krillin. Uh, God, who was the other guy? Um, was it just those three? 
Yeah, it was just those three in the semifinals. Yamcha just kind of uh, let himself get knocked out in the preliminaries. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and that's it. And in the last thirty minutes, or that's twenty minutes, almost just becomes basically a uh, a big fight between between Bojack and and uh, Bojack's minions, and eventually Gohan and Bojack. And it looked like the movie really wanted to emphasize the fact that okay, Goku's like dead. He's gone. He's not coming back. Wink, wink. And, uh, <laughs> and and Gohan will now be the hero of the franchise, much as like they pr- they've been prophesizing since the like almost all of Dragon Ball Z since like the start. Oh, if they only knew. <sighs> if only fucking knew. Uh, but hey, he looks like he's to be getting redemption in his new movie, so it's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's let's talk. So overall, the. I thought I wish this was just a world martial arts tournament movie. I really wish it just was yeah. that and not to listen. I found Bojack. Let's talk about Bojack first, okay? Let's talk about Bojack. I was like, okay, who is? I found him so generic, so uninteresting, and just like out of it feels like out of nowhere for it to add him into this movie like that. Yeah, he's just uh, pretty much just a villain just for the sake of having a villain. Like, if it was just the World Martial Arts Tournament, you know, it probably just would have been, like, you know, just going through the motions of the first two tournaments of the series, uh, where something doesn't immediately go off the rails. Right. Uh, But uh, now that there are stakes involved, um, they have to make this uh, tournament much more interesting than just... Your standard uh, eight-man tournament fair. Right. Uh, otherwise, uh, it wouldn't be as interesting. Unfortunately, Bojack and his minions are just kind of there. They really don't have that much lead-in other than no. that one little tie to um, the main story. Yeah, that's the thing. That my biggest problem with Bojack is that, like in the previous movies, like with Cooler, um, Broly, you had some kind of reason to fear the villain. And to, to to care why like they're a threat, Bojack just shows up out of nowhere. Like you're you're in when you watch this movie, and I was really excited watching this about the World Martial Arts Tournament, and then it just breaks mid. I'm like, what happened? Like I understand like that's typical Dragon Ball affair. You know, Vegeta killing those innocents. We're never going to talk about that again um, in the in the Buu saga in the future, um, and the fact that. In uh, you know the King Piccolo shit and you know Piccolo versus Goku and of course the, the like you know all, all the stuff something to happens. be fair uh, the King Piccolo stuff did kind of come out of nowhere but there was lead into it like right. the death of Krillin and uh, the the message of King Piccolo returning did spur the events of that art after uh, that World Martial Arts tournament had concluded so there was reason to fear him there whereas Bojack just kind of comes out of the blue. No pun intended. No, yeah, exactly. And I think that's my biggest problem with it. It just feels like, like, give us a, like, maybe at the beginning of the movie, show Bojack, you know, show the, because they don't show any of that. Like, I feel like show him escaping from uh, his prison and his minions, show that. But it's like, ah, here's Bojack. Here, here's, it's it's almost as like maybe they didn't believe, like, fans would like just a simple world martial arts tournament. Like, I, like. I mean, honestly, like... He feels almost last minute, to be honest. Kinda. Because I feel like... Personally, part of me thought, like, oh, man, are they going to put it to where Vegeta's going to show up out of nowhere and, like, challenge Gohan at the end? Because we've never seen Gohan and Vegeta, like, fully fight since, like, the the Saiyan Saga. Even then, that was, like, they're, like, completely different characters now. 
Um, you know, like they, especially with the, that Bulma mentions, uh, or I think she's who mentions the line that Vegeta's like feel just as different after Goku's just gone. You know, he's like he's lost his will to fight. I would have been interesting to see that, but no, uh, it doesn't happen. It just becomes a generic fight. Now, granted, it did give us Gohan being a fucking badass again, um, which is really oh, nice. Yeah. Like it's always nice to see uh, Gohan come out in the zone, you know, uh, because nowadays they definitely don't show that. No. Like as soon as he gets his pep talk from his dad, which was which I'll talk about. We'll talk about that later. Um, I did li- like that part. I really liked, you know, him like just powering the fuck up and just when he like again. The last time we saw ultra violence was um, Lord Slug. So when he punches Bojack through the stomach, I went, "Oh my god!" Like Gohan ain't fucking around. I love that shot. It was so good. And like in Bojack, also just- fun fact. Um, those shots of uh, Gohan just decimating uh, uh, Fujin and Bido, uh, mm-hmm. just ripping them in half and uh, punching Bojack clear in the stomach, uh, you, you notice that the shots are completely blue. That's actually a callback to when he completely decimated the Cell Juniors in his Super Saiyan 2 form. Jesus. Okay, it did look familiar to me. Um, it was pretty brutal. Again, it was like, if you're a fan of Gohan, watch this movie for sure. Um... It, like, Gohan doesn't get any, like, substantial characterization, but it's just nice to see him as the lead. Like, he should have been so yeah. long ago. Um, a little weird that he's wearing his dad's outfit, because I'm like, that's not your dad. Your dad's Piccolo. What are you doing? And spoiler warning, he won't be, this won't be the last time he'll be wearing that. No. It was so weird, because, like, I remember seeing, obviously he wears it in Z, um, in the Boo Saga, and when he gets, like, the Supreme Kai bullshit... Um, and I don't know why I found that okay then. I think it's because I saw it in Final Bout first. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. But like seeing him as a kid, where it just felt weird. I'm like, that's your dad didn't teach I you feel shit. Like, I feel like it's just I feel like it's just an homage to his father, who pretty much just uh, sacrificed himself to save the earth because of his mistake. Yeah, I get, I get it. You know, I get it. Your dad, other dad's right over there though. Um, true. So let's talk about the World Martial Arts Tournament, uh, real quick, and like how. I I loved it, man. It was so much... It's the best part of the movie. Oh, absolutely. I wish more movies uh, had the tournament format because this was definitely a lot of fun. And this is a more non-traditional tournament as well. Yeah. They're usually uh, separated by brackets, whereas mm-hmm. this one, at first, it, in the preliminaries at least, it's a was a royale. gigantic free-for-all. Yeah, battle royale, baby. Over the, over the top rope into the ocean. Um, I do, and I like the elements of comedy that they put in there, like with Yamcha's like, man, I can't believe Piccolo and Trunks gone or this is bull, him and Krillin just bitch about it, just like, I was gonna win, and it's true, it's like, they're, they're, the best part is, one of the, one of the funny parts is like, Krillin is just like, I'm on easy street fucking uppercutting dudes and just like, taking dudes He looks like he's having the fucking time of his life yeah, during he this, actually until beat. he learns that Gohan and Piccolo are here, it's, it's like, like, oh man. God, God damn it, it's like, I was gonna win, cause you know Krillin could easily win this tournament of losers, uh, and then Yamcha's just like, man, what's the fucking point anymore? Like, they're here, I can't beat them, um... Which goes credit to Tien, who has a square off of Trunks, and he's just like, you know what, I I'm not, not going to beat you, but let's give them a good show. It's like a wrestling match. You know what? Uh, the the Ten Shinhan Trunks fight is the best fight in the movie, bar none. Oh, for sure. And it's sure. one of the most unconventional matchups ever. Yeah, it's so weird. And obviously Trunks is holding back, like, for sure. But, like, it was, it, it, it was an entertaining fight, because it was more about... 
entertaining versus the uh, versus like an actual like who is strongest or who's going to outlast uh, somebody else. As a wrestling fan, you can definitely appreciate that. Oh, for sure. Um, I, I thought it, I thought it was really fun. Um, again, Yamcha getting... I was like, no way Yamcha's gonna get a limit. I was laughing my ass off. Yamcha gets pwned without even doing anything. He got he got bodied by his own dumbassery and, and just, like, unawareness. And I just found that so fucking funny. I guess Krillin passed the torch uh, for uh, his gimmick in these movies to Yamcha. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um... Um... So yeah, I, I thought it was great, um, and and even the part where Krillin almost gets eliminated, um, and uh, he almost gets eliminated, and and like all the dudes are like clinging to his head. I'm like, ow, ow, and I'm like, it's okay. I I uh, I um, I wax like he waxes his head, so uh, no, nobody can uh, nobody can nobody grab can on. get a grab hold on him. Exactly, it was just so much fun. And then of course that leads into the semifinals. Where um, Krillin is like, all right, I gotta go one on one with Piccolo. I know he's super strong, and I could probably beat him. He's not unbeatable unless he uses his special beam cannon. In which case, fuck. Um, only for Piccolo. Krillin, my man, you fought. Krillin, my man, you fought Piccolo before, uh, and you had him on the ropes during the first time you fought. So he might have a chance. Oh wait, he fused a Kami. Oh no, you're screwed, buddy. He's a super dynamic. Um, and. Uh, and then, so the fight's about to start, and and go and and, and Krillin yeah charges at at Piccolo, and he just goes and Piccolo just sidestep him like he's in Deccan, just like nope. And he's like, I didn't sign up for a fuck. I signed up for a martial arts tournament, not a fucking freak show. Piccolo did not say fuck, but it felt it feels pr- uh, right to say fucking freak show. And he just like fucks off. I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I I want an actual martial arts tournament, not this shit. Yeah, man, it's it's almost like he thought wrestling was real. I mean, it's like I think he wanted a fight. Um, I, I, I first I thought is he mad at like Gohan and Trunks for entering, or is he mad because like the tournament format is weird? And it's more likely he's upset that the tournament format is weird. It's possible. Like the only other tournament that he um, entered in was the one where he nearly beat Goku. So. I imagine that he, uh, he would think that it would be more evenly matched than what he got. Exactly. Um, it's just, it's it's just really, it, it, like it's it's I, it's it's it's, it's I'm trying to think of my words. The world to, tournament arcs are like cliche in in, in shonen mangas and in shonen animes. Everyone has one, but like when they're done right. They're so fucking good. There's something about a tournament arc that can just revitalize you into watching something and caring about something, you know? And I think that goes true for it here. Because it was just like, oh my god, this is so much fun. Um, you know, let's 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 just let's just go with it. And then then you have the little side tangent where uh Chi Chi and, and uh Bulma, who they've been they've been they've known each other since we're Dragon Ball, but like because of Z and they're split up, they don't really get to talk to each other that much it was nice to see them arguing like whose kid's gonna win i i found that extremely funny kind of reminds me of uh uh, little league uh taekwondo matches where the moms would kind of just uh argue over uh whose son is stronger exactly it's it's one of those things it's just 
Like, stuff like that. And of course you have the typical, like, Roshi is looking is being a pervert, whatever. That's fine. That's typical fair for whenever Roshi's in one of these movies. But, like... I feel like, like I want. I was. I was like getting. Prepared. Oh my god! Did I find a new favorite Dragon Ball movie? And if it ended, if they, if like, if it ended where I thought it would get in normally, I would have probably said close to it. But the Bojack stuff just is not. It just. It just like oh, okay. It just kind of rams itself into the story. It yeah. definitely would have been more entertaining if it was like the end of. Uh, the tournament in the Boo Saga, where right. Android eighteen was fighting against Mister Satan. And she just kind of uh, lets herself lose just uh, to get a shitload of money. Yeah, she gets second place, still gets a lot of money. Oh no, no, no! Or did she? Or did did uh, was it Satan and her came out with a deal? Like, listen, I'll give you all yeah. this money if you just. We'll let talk me... more about that in the Bio Broly movie. <sighs> okay, all right. I forgot about that. Was I've never? Uh, I've heard. I've heard about that one. Um, what are we two weeks out from that one? Um. Something like that. Yep, we got we got the next Broly movie, and then Bio Broly is after that. Wow, okay. we got a double feature, folks. Uh, anyways, um, so uh, any any tidbits, thoughts you wanted to go over, buddy? Um, we completely glossed over how Mister Satan is one of the best comedic elements in this movie. Yes, uh, let's let's highlight Mister Sa- Mister Satan Hercule. Oh yeah, uh, basically, uh, he. He pretty much sets himself up to be the big star of this intergalactic tournament. With a you new know, outfit, he's the by dude the way. that Yeah, his his outfit that's only in this movie is pretty godly and fits his over the top personality perfectly. Uh, so he's setting himself up to be like the big star of this intergalactic attraction. And he finds the people that uh, took on selling the cell games and stole his thunder are entering and climbing up the ranks, and he becomes more and more anxious to the point that he tries to escape the island, but he gets hounded by his fans. Oh, yeah. He tries to hide himself in the bathroom, and uh, he's ju- he's too, uh, oh, whatchamacallit, uh, he's getting harassed by the paparazzi to come out of the bathroom, uh, so he pretty much just kind of forces himself to come out, all uh, uh, being stuffed with toilet paper in every orifice in his body. And uh, begrudgingly, he saves the day without even trying because uh, Bojack and his minions get Gohan trapped in their telekinesis thingamafuckery. And uh, when Mr. Satan shows up, it breaks the hold and uh, saves Gohan. So, yeah, his buffoonery actually does kind of serve the story in a way. Kind of like it did in Dragon Ball Z in two other occasions. Yeah, exactly. I, I, and I think it could, we, like, Dragon Ball Z needed a character like Mr. Satan. Um, it, oh, yeah. Um, his, like, he, he's basically a dumbass professional wrestler, and I love it. Like, that's, I don't know how he sounds like in Japanese. I've never heard Hercule in Japanese. Um, think Heihachi from Tekken. That That's makes, exactly what he sounds like. That makes sense. Considering it looks like he was, in, well, no, he wouldn't be inspired by Heihachi because he would be created before Heihachi. Um, uh, but like, I just always like how loud and boisterous he was. Like, he always sounded like, he, he's like, he's like, I always interpreted, uh, uh, Mr. Satan as like, they're making fun of Hulk Hogan. Cause like, he even has the mustache, his hair is patterned a certain way, like, he all, Arkeo always felt like to me like the I'm gonna I'm bloated I, I'm gonna talk a big game but when it comes on to showtime I'm gonna make every excuse in the book to not fight and I love that 
Absolutely. Mr. Satan is the shot in the arm that Dragon Ball definitely needed to um, make the series um, have an air of levity to it. Because up until that point, uh, it's be- it's gotten a bit serious with its uh, storylines, with people dying, uh, all the power-ups and fights take the center stage. So we definitely needed Mr. Satan to like make everything comical. And he definitely works. Uh, and... In unexpected ways, he does help out in the story. Oh yeah, it, for sure. It, it, I, I, it's odd, like how he acts, and I love that. Even like the best part of Super is him like becoming friends with everybody. Even I think that happens at the end of Z, um, where he's like friends with everybody. Um, but like you get to see it more in Super. Um, but like, I just love his his like. His duality of like I'm the strongest in the world to like oh god they're gonna kill me you know when he sees them uh, the Z warriors do shit uh, he he brings dude you would love Legend of Hercule and Dragon Ball Z Budokai it's a side story that's all about him taking on everybody I think and I... he has inner thoughts about uh, everyone as well I think I remember that but I don't know I kind of want to play Kakarot just to get up to the point of. Um... Of seeing that of of seeing uh, Mr. Satan, uh, in uh, in that game, um, yeah, he's definitely a highlight. And does he show up in any other movie, or is this it? Uh, he shows up in Bio Broly. He shows up in Fusion Reborn, and I think Wrath of the Dragon. He's definitely in Battle of Gods for sure. Okay, well that's good. We're no, this won't be the last time we see Mr. Satan. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, let's talk about Vegeta real quick. Random ass cameo, Vegeta. Yeah, he just kind of sits out the tournament in his hotel room because, kind of like Piccolo, he doesn't really see the point in it. And at this point in the story, since Goku's dead, he doesn't have any motivation to get stronger. So he quote-unquote gives up fighting. But as soon as he finds out that Trunks is in danger because of Bojack and his goons, he kind of steps in and immediately gets bodied, as he does. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I feel like they could have done something with that, because I, I mean, granted, there's a huge time, I, I feel like that's ground to tell a story there, where, like, Vegeta dealing with the fact that he'll never admit it, but v- Goku's a friend of his. Like, a, 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 you know? Um, that, like, he lost someone that was, like, the closest he could get to a brother, considering they're both Saiyans. And, like, yeah, Gohan's half Saiyan, but he'll... I wouldn't really say that. I I I see it more as um, Goku saved his life at one point uh, when he let him go uh, during his uh, battle in the Saiyan arc, and ever since then his pride has been shattered to the point where like, oh, I have to become stronger than Kakarot. That's my life's mission now. And um, as soon as Goku kind of leaves, uh, there's a there's an empty hole in his life. He like. His life doesn't really have that much meaning anymore. Yeah, this is so. It's the close... His pride matters more to him than Goku living. If you, if that makes sense. I guess. I, I just, it's just like his way of saying like the closest he'll have to like a brother relationship with is with Goku, and like that's gone now. He'll never admit that, but I think that's the closest he has to it. Um, and he can relate, and they can relate to each other because they're both Saiyans, uh, at, at least at the base level. Um, so I don't know. I, I, it just felt weird. Like, obviously he was going to be in it, um, you know, cons- considering, um, uh, you know, Ch- uh, Bulma name drops him, both Bulma and Vegeta and Chi Chi name drops him. I just was kind of hoping he would show up sooner, but you know, eh, uh, it is what it is. 
Indeed. Um, anything else that we missed? Um, I think we covered just about everything, other than the fact that I was kind of thinking that you were going to simp for Zongia, the lady uh, minion of Bojax. Nah. She's... Nah. Uh, it is kind of weird, her dynamic, being pitted against Krillin. I kind of expected him to say, I already have a girlfriend. Ugh, yeah. She's way hotter than you. Yeah, no. But nah, he just... He just kind of uh, yeah. I think that's why for her. I think, was, I think that's why I didn't really care. Although I did enjoy the sumo dude just shouting "Doskoi" forever. I'm like, dude, you, you're. I get this, you're sumo, but you probably know more than "Doskoi." That <laughs> you could say something else. Um, Doria. Exactly. Um, uh, I, I think that's about it. Uh, unfortunately, this movie is half good. I wouldn't say the second half is bad. It's just not as interesting. It just it just feels like out of nowhere and generic versus the first half felt really exciting and fun versus like the last few movies that we've been watching. Yeah, I can agree with that. Okay, let's go ahead and go to the ratings board and put a big old rating on this. Tyler, how many Dragon Balls out of five do you give this movie? I'll give this a three-star ball out of five. Uh, the first half is definitely the highlight, as you mentioned. Um, having a tournament in these movies is a breath of fresh air, and the matchups they have are really fun and interesting, uh, Ten Shinhan and Trunks uh, being the highlight. Of course, Mr. Satan is a lot of fun, but the second half just kind of comes out of nowhere, and uh, Bojack and his minions aren't really that interesting. Though it is cool to see Super Saiyan 2 Gohan again, although they kind of have to with how they built him up in the Cell games. So, you know, it's whatever. You can take this movie or leave it. I, I'll say with you a 3 out of 5. It was, it, only, it probably would have been a 4 if it actually concluded the tournament arc, no matter what the results were. Um, it's just, I, I would have probably bumped it up also a little bit more if Bojack actually had more meaning to the story versus like, oh yeah, by the way, because you blew up a planet... Bojack's out. Go deal with that. You know, it just it just didn't. He, for a villain like that, that deserves some kind of build up towards the end of the fight versus like randomly getting attacked by these weirdos. Like it's something, anything. It just it just didn't sit right. It just doesn't sit right with me. But God, the tournament stuff was just so much fun. Um. All right. Uh. Let's go ahead and we got like he said earlier. We got the next movie we're going to tackle is. All right, so now we are going to we're entering the we're exiting the Android Saga and we are entering the the Boo Saga, starting with the sequel to Broly: the Legendary Super Saiyan, Broly: The Second Coming. And remember in Return of Cooler where I said there was at least another one in the series. This is probably it. So strap yourselves oh, no. in because we have a series of mediocre, if not probably the worst Dragon Ball sequels that we will ever see in the show. Oh no! And then we and yeah. So after this, guys, we have. So here's an update. We'll be the next movies will be uh, Broly Second Coming, Bio Broly, then uh, Fusion Reborn, and finally the first block of films will be wrapped up with. Wrath of the Dragon, which is the last movie to come out in 1995. Then, originally, Tyler and I and uh, Justin uh, will be joining us for it as well. At the end of the Super Movies, we were going to do a a watch-along for Dragon Ball Z Evolution. Um, But then, after Tyler told me that uh, Akira Toriyama was inspired 
out of pure hatred of Dragon Ball Evolution to make uh, uh, what would become uh, Battle of Gods, Resurrection F, um, and now, uh, probably not Super Broly, but at least the first one, uh, the first two for sure, um, uh, we will be doing uh, the watch long first and then those three to wrap up this block of films. Um, and uh, all right, I think that, that settles that right there. Uh, Tyler, where can the yep. people find you at? You can follow me on Twitter at HeySatai. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, Home of Tire Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. I am also streaming now uh, for the first time in eight months. Uh, go to hey, go to Tire Shoes 1 on Twitch.tv to, at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time to either watch me play uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel online ranked matches or play against me in the unranked matches for funsies. And you can follow me at twitter.com slash marvelousiggy, where I uh, I retweet all sorts of gorgeous art for your pleasure. And you can follow, I stream live at uh, twitch.tv slash iggy2014. I stream four times a week. Um, and Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all at uh, all at 6 p.m. Central Time. Check my schedule to see what I'm playing. Um, and, of course, uh, go to chartshot.com. For uh, this very episode, as well as uh, our other, sh- our flagship show, the Charger Gamescast, and of course the wrestling watch alongs that I do with Thomas. I'll look forward to that. Thank you all for listening, everybody. We'll see y'all next week for part one of two of the Broly sequels. Until, uh, until next time, guys. World tournament arcs are the best. Bye bye. We're done horsing around here, folks. Yep, get it? Bojack Horseman. Thank you for watching at Cinema Shot Theater.